Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network for this Thursday, uh, October 21st, right? October 21st it is, and we thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Hey, if you want to watch online, go to YouTube or Facebook and just type in today's issues. Uh, should you want to uh, send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. By the way, yesterday, Chris Woodward joins me. Good morning, hey, Chris. Hey, oh. glad to be back. By the way, uh, yesterday we were talking about the In-N-Out uh, Burger Chain, mm-hmm. which is found out west for the most part. Correct. And uh, I've pe- had it. Pe- you've had it, Ray? Oh, Ray many Pitcher times. Go ahead, many, Ray. Many times, Tim. Many times. Uh, now, do they have them in Kansas City? Uh, no, and we should. We, we should, but we don't. They have them in, like you said, mostly in the West Coast, in Dallas now few other places and okay uh, well we were having a discussion yeah, yesterday yeah. because the uh, i guess it was the mayor of san francisco had told in and out that they must check people's uh covid vaccine papers mm-hmm. before yeah. they come in and buy a hamburger that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> wow in and out said we're not doing that we're here to be, uh, sell people hamburgers. We're not, we're not, we're not going to be the COVID vaccine Nazis right. at the right. show me your papers. And I don't know uh, uh, where that, you know where that story is right now? Well, yeah. Uh, the, the store, as I understand it, did shut down and that is, but they uh, reopen later or something. I'm not sure about that. Um, I know that the, uh, the operators did say we're not the vaccine police. And so a lot of people have, you know, said, Hey, this, this is going to make me want to eat at yeah. a in and out location. Anyway, uh, they, they were founded by a Christian family and still put Bible verses they do? Yeah. Right. on uh, their uh, wrapping of their sandwiches. I the think. cups Oh, the cups. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry for my ignorance, but I've never had an in and out uh, hamburger, nor have I been to one of their restaurants. Because I don't know why I haven't done a lot of traveling out west, but listen, here's the thing: they uh, uh, they now have a store in Paducah, Kentucky. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, at least we got an email from a listener in Paducah yesterday and saying we got one. About, we got an in and out. That's wrong. Here. You can't have one in Paducah, not have one in Kansas, Kansas City. City. They went too that's far wrong. east without stopping off in Kansas City, right? <laughs> but wrong. the people just rave about their hamburgers. I know where like, Ray is going to ride his bicycle next. Yeah, he's going to exactly ride right. to Kentucky. And, and to all of our friends, just remember these two words, animal style. When you get an In-N-Out burger, get it animal style with that sauce. Oh, man. Oh, you can okay, thank what? me later. Okay, no, I don't even know about this. Just to, <laughs> real briefly, tell me. So if I go to In-N-Out, I'm, I'm supposed to say, say animal style and they'll know uh, yeah, what I'm talking about? Animal style. And, in the, and that has to do with some kind of sauce. They put on the hamburger and then yeah. also have it... Uh, like sauce, like gravy that they put on the fries. Oh, oh I'm man. southern. You had me at gravy, man. <laughs> there you go. Animal and you're style. making me want to drive to Paducah. Come on, it should take me four hours, but I I may do it. Just listen for a good hamburger. It's worth it. Okay. 
We'll, we'll, but anyway, just Duly wanted. Noted, right? uh, we, we we did have a listener from Paducah email us yesterday saying they have one in there. They have one there. Uh, all right. Well, Ray is with me. Chris is with me, yes. and we also have a couple of other guests in studio now to discuss a brand new program we got coming up starting this weekend here on AFR. And studio is Kendra White. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning. I felt feel like it's funny to be on the show without saying Learning University. Right, I'm not, it's right. not a Friday. But yes. Great to be on with you guys. Kendra's uh, been on with us many times as co-host on Trivia Friday slash Learning University, but her day job is as a film producer for American Family Studios. Right. That's right. That's right. So uh, Kendra's in studio with us. By the way, speaking of Kentucky, you're a Kentucky girl. I am a Kentucky bluegrass gal. Where 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 did you grow? Give me L eight one and. Yeah. Where where did you grow up? I grew up in Wilmore, Kentucky, so near Lexington, pretty okay. central. Well, now Ann Cockrell is also with us, and these two ladies are going to be co-hosting a brand new program. We're going to talk about it for just a moment because we want you to tune in. Mm-hmm. And Ann, you you work in our donor support. I do, I do. Area, so you're on the phone a lot. A lot, yeah, with our <clears throat> listeners and supporters. It's fun. Okay, so now, um, Kendra, why don't you tell us uh, the new program coming on American Family Radio? Because you and Ann are co-hosting. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're really excited for this opportunity. So Hannah's heart is named after Hannah in the Bible who struggled with infertility. And she went to the temple and was just pouring her heart out to the Lord. She was praying and her eyes were closed and her mouth was moving, but like words, she wasn't speaking out loud. And the priest thought she was drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, And she just brought all of her pain to God and ended up the Lord blessed her with Samuel, who she then dedicated back to the Lord. And so um, we loved her heart. That's what the the program is named after Hannah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's basically a show to encourage couples who are walking through either infertility or miscarriage um, to help them cling to Christ through that incredibly difficult journey. And this is an issue that affects a lot of people. And I had no idea how many people it affected until I started struggling with it. So one in eight couples struggles with infertility. One in four pregnancies is a miscarriage. One in four. Like that's incredibly mm. high. And, you know, just since Ann and I have started kind of beginning to promote about Hannah's heart with our friends and family and telling them that the show is coming up. I've had so many people private message me saying, I've been dealing with this for eight years, five years, this many miscarriages, like, and it is devastating. And it's one of those things that as believers, um, you struggle with a lot of questions of why is this happening to me? And Lord, you know, why does this happen to good people who love you, who want to have kids and raise them to be kingdom changers? And so we, we want to help couples process all of that okay. grief biblically. So, the, so the, uh, the debut is Saturday, like in two days from now, right? Yes. At 5 p.m. Central Time uh, uh, on AFR. What's your role here, Ann? So I'm just a co-host. Um, we take turns kind of each each episode, um, kind of who's in the lead, asking questions and things but like that. But the Lord birthed this in her heart <laughs> first. So go ahead well, and take credit for um, that. It was actually before I started working here at AFA. Um, I worked from home at the time redoing furniture. I loved doing that. Um, but I was at home by myself all the time, and it was after um, two miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just honestly kind of had a Hannah moment, except being at the temple. I was in my garage. <laughs> and... Um, 
anyway, um, I really do feel like the Lord actually used a podcast I was listening to to really speak to me during that time and uh, really birthed me a want to help um, couples who are struggling with infertility. I then um, started looking around trying to find devotion books, any type of help um, that would draw me closer to Christ, but also maybe help me to understand why this is going on. Why can I get pregnant sometimes, but lose those lives? Mm. And so um, anyway, and I really didn't find anything out there that was like what I was looking for. I started studying the women in scripture and that's how I got on Hannah. And um, that's when she stuck with me was just seeing how lonely she was during this time. And then before she even got her answer to prayer, she already said, God, I'm going to give this baby to you. If you give me a son, I promise to give him back to you. And she follows through with that promise at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. She ended up having a child like the priest Eli said that she would. And she ended up bringing him back to that same priest a few years later and committing him to the Lord then. And so I was just thinking, you know, God, I want to, I want to be like Hannah. And then Walker called and asked me if I would want to work <laughs> here. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And so anyway, I started working at AFA and that I really do feel like the Lord literally used my job here. Even, I'm just in donor support answering mm-hmm. phones a lot of the times, but I feel like the Lord used the people here and, um, the connections here, even for me and Kendra to meet this way, um, to really, like take me out of my comfort zone. And I, I remember talking to Walker and Lexi over dinner one night and then to Wesley in his office one day, just saying like, kind of like putting it in hit in Wesley's hands, like, Hey, this is just an idea. Mm-hmm. Thought that AFA could do this. And he was like, all right, go ahead. You You're going to lead it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. And I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> um, so anyway, that was about a year and a half ago. And so, uh, yeah, it feels crazy. It's a humbling experience to be here today. Great. Well, Hannah's heart is the name of the new program. It'll be on, this Saturday, 5 p.m. Central Time, it's the uh, initial or debut uh, episode, if you yes. will. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kendra and Ann will be co-hosting. We're also program. on um, Instagram and Facebook, and we'll be on YouTube and iTunes. You can check us out on the podcast page on American what about Family Radio. Talk tick. <laughs> that talk tick. Are we on the talk tick? Not on the talk tick. We'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. But why yeah. Y'all, why y'all laughing? <laughs> Just trying to okay. stay up to date with you two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just keep keeping up I, with the president of my, our ministry. I know my ways to get the message out. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can also email. Uh, yes. About, we do yeah. have an email. Hannah's yeah. heart yeah. at afa.net. An email. Yes. Yeah. Please email us or message us however you see fit to, you know, send prayer requests or even topics that you would like for it to be on. Because we go from everything talking about holidays and mm-hmm. how those could be hard to IVF to mm-hmm. miscarriage. Are y'all going to... Gonna, you're gonna you, you you're gonna cover a lot of different. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of different questions that couples dealing Topics, with this yeah. right. go through. Like one thing for me, um, my husband and I are looking at having to have some fertility treatments. And when you get into that as a pro-lifer, right. um, not every clinic has the preconceived idea that life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. And just because something can be done in a petri dish doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. it should. Mm-hmm. And so, um, of course, science isn't bad just because it's science. So we've had to really right. ask a lot of difficult questions and work through what you. are the options for believers. And so we want to help couples so you don't have to Amen. go get your 
your PhD in yeah. <laughs> infertility. Right. I do have a question. Yeah. Um, you know, infertility, I, I've known couples that uh, struggled with it. Uh, and, you know, it was not something that they wanted to talk about. They, they might on occasion kind of share that with somebody in confidence. And then maybe you heard it that they were struggling or you assumed uh, that maybe they're having some infertility issues. Uh, how, how can somebody help spread the word about this um, with someone who we know the word about what about Hannah's heart without, uh, you know, um, maybe confronting them about what they already uh, deem as a uncomfortable topic for them to talk about. Great Mm, question. That's a great question. I had it, but I was, (laughs) (laughs) you thought about it. No way. Chris, you know, Chris did a great job. Of getting it out so, there before I had it. Ann and I, we're going to have an actual podcast on what not to say to people who are struggling with infertility. Yeah. And kind of the rule of thumb here is that um, if you do something in love, it it covers over a multitude of sins. And, and whether it's like, what's not helpful are the questions. I have somebody who almost every week at church, when y'all going to have babies? Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. And you're like, mm-hmm. we are trying. You just want to strangle them yeah. and be yeah. like, please right. stop asking me. Mm-hmm. This is painful. Yeah. So that's a different situation from somebody coming and say, hey, I just heard of this new podcast that's out. I don't know if this is what y'all struggle with, but it's really biblically based. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you could even say, I don't know if it's your all's desire to have children, but if, if it is, we'd love to be praying for you guys. Stuff like that. I've had so many people, even since the show has come out, AFR listeners contact me and yeah. say, hey, we're praying for you and your husband. And mm-hmm. that never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> right. That never gets old. All right, Hannah's Heart, uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday, 5 p.m. Central Time, right here on American Family Radio, Kendra and Ann. And uh, Ann will uh, also be doing a a session on how to speak deep southern (laughs) English. And she'll she'll give you different words and how to, you can uh, draw syllables out. We talk about different From subjects, one syllable but words, when you they can come make out of three. her mouth, it just makes them so much yeah. easier. Oh, Tim, yeah. you should hear the 70 I, callers that comment on that. Oh, oh, they call you from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> they say, can you say that word again? That's what Allison, my wife, used to say. She, We would travel up north or out west, or in, then they would, they would uh, some, some people would want to see her. They would say, can you just talk for me? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like a, you, you feel like a monkey in a zoo. Yeah. Hey, uh, watch that monkey. Say all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you, you guys very much. It was thank a you, pleasure ladies. to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Uh, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Chris, go ahead. Well, we are in a culture in a day and age where a lot of people want to kind of uh, change terminology, ignore things in the past, uh, even get rid of the term Americans. And the reason I bring this up is because uh, in a story that Fox News and other outlets have been uh, promoting today, uh, the National Recreation and Park Association has come out with a 17-page equity language guide. Okay. And instead of using the word Americans, the National Recreation and Park Association in these United States of America is asking people to say residents or members of a community. And Fox and Friends got some uh, reaction to this by a British fellow uh, whose name is Douglas Murray, and he uh, offered this response today on Fox and Friends. Clip 7. 
anyone who thought the National Parks and Recreation Authority had to say look after national parks uh, <laughs> would be surprised to discover actually it's about policing language like everything else. They're obsessed. You look at the, their website, yeah. by the way, they, they talk entirely about things like equity in the parks. It reminds me of something that happened last year in the UK where the English countryside was deemed racist in an audit <laughs> by a left-wing organisation. Uh, the National Parks Authority clearly think that the parks are somehow racist and need to be um, need to be attacked. Now, Douglas is an author again, and he's written on these kinds of things, and he had that connection there with the UK. But, but you know, uh, National Park and Re National Recreation and Park Association today, some other government entity tomorrow telling us, you know, we've got to watch what we say because we might offend somebody. There's nothing wrong with the term Americans. No. Again, mm -hmm. where is this coming from? The National Recreation and Park Association. So is that a federal government? It's a. It's part of the federal Agency. government. Yes. Go ahead, Ray. Okay, and they want us not to say Americans. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, what? Okay. Just repeat again. What do they want us to say yeah. instead of Americans? What are we Americans? supposed to say? They're saying or suggesting we should replace the term Americans with residents or members of a community. That doesn't even make any sense. You're listening to members of a community family radio. Hey, listen. No, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Except it does. In this way, what uh, I was reading last night, the uh, Super DC Comics. Mm, oh yeah, who is responsible for Superman? Right. I mean that that's one of their superheroes, right? Right. Okay. The gentleman who has been their what they call a colorist, that is, he with the cartoons, uh, the graphics, he does the coloring. It's a very special talent. Okay. He's been doing that for a long time, I think. And he he quit. And the reason he quit was uh, he said they're, they're, that they, that the woke crowd that's taken over DC Comics has, is changing the character. Number one, they're making Superman. Now, this is in future comic books, right? Yeah, it's like a separate separate universe yeah, spinoff type not, thing. I'm not up on that world, per se. I'm you're not either, Ray, right? No, so not at all. I don't go to comic cons or whatever right. they call them, uh, but I do know I do know that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're making Superman bisexual, yeah. right? You, you not even heard this, Ray? Have you not well, heard this? I had, but this is the most I've. I know I've it's, heard icky. It's, it's icky. It's icky. It turns your stomach. They're making yeah. Superman. Oh, uh, oh man! Bringing out oh. his feminine side. Okay. Oh, brother. So, they, so. It's it's uh, it, they're they're going to destroy the character and and the following right. that it's developed. Uh, secondly, they're changing the slogan for uh, this fits in with what your story you're talking about. If they're they're changing the slogan that Superman uses from truth, justice, and the American way, way. to truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Superman's true a justice. better tomorrow. Truth, better. justice, and a better tomorrow. Yes, yes. But now that sounds, excuse the pun, comical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. It, it deserves mockery and scorn. However, the problem is is deeper than that. These people, on in the woke crowd, the uh, cultural elitist, they can't they don't they hate america and right. its founding <clears throat> and what it stands for its connection to christianity all that 
Right. So by changing truth, justice, and the American way mm-hmm. to truth, justice, and a better, better tomorrow is to dis America. Right. This organization, would you say the name of it is? Well, again? thank you for asking, and I do need to issue a minor correction. It is the National Recreation and Park Association. It is not part of the federal government. It's a nonprofit, but the federal government does have a partnership with this organization. Okay, and what do they not want? What do they want changed? They are saying we should not say Americans. We should say residents and members of a community. Okay, see, that fits into this mm-hmm. uh, ideology. So it is about changing language. Sure. It's about changing language to make us global citizens and to do away, especially with American identity uh, as a, that's why they can't stand it. When you say American exceptionalism, they, that triggers them. They they can't stand that. They don't have a problem using our constitution to, you know, push our, our, our liberties to push their way of doing things. That's what always boggles my mind. I don't like America, but I'm going to embrace everything America is about to trash the country that I'm benefiting from. Yeah. Right. So this is funny in a way and, and deserves uh, discussion in a, in a mocking way as we're doing quite well out here. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is, it does represent a deep problem, Ray, uh, of these, these globalists who can't stand America's sovereignty and our identity and our Christian heritage and all those things. Look, people understand they're, they're smart enough to know that that Superman is a cultural icon. Yes, right. Yes. If you think he's just a comic book character, then then you don't understand right. the importance of Superman in the last century of American history. The importance of comic books. There the are three or four. Um, that you would you say Ray that yeah. uh, and you grew, you grew up and I did too, uh, but you grew up with sure. Superman's heyday. But there are maybe three or four Superman being the number one mm-hmm. uh, uh, icons of of comic strips, if that's what you want to call it, or comic books that uh, that reinforced uh, uh, American values. Right? Go ahead. Right. Truth, justice, and, and the American quote, way. The American way. So you bring him out as bisexual. Oh, that's very contemporary. That's very modern. Right. That's very hip. Mm-hmm. And that's a complete contradiction to everything right. that Superman has stood for. Right. It's an attempt. They're changing this comic right. strip character in order to change the values there you of go. the culture. Bingo. Yeah, and don't think, well, I'll just switch to another comic storyline for my kids. Right. I mean, it's going to be Captain America, I'm sure, at some point, if it hasn't already, will frown on America. Yeah, they'll, you can't tell. Yeah, they'll be changing that name to Captain Universe. Just, yeah, sure. Captain. Huh? Just the Captain. Captain Better Tomorrow. <laughs> huh? Captain Shield. <laughs> truth, truth, Justice, and Better Tomorrow. Better Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a Joel Osteen book or something it like does. that. Huh? It might be. Yeah. I don't know if Joel's written a book by that title, but probably be a good one for this next one. Uh, next up. Well, let's uh, mention this real quick. I don't believe Fred touched on this. Forgive me if he did. But uh, Indiana uh, State Police are reaching out to Chicago police officers that are being fired or disciplined, threatened uh, for not getting the COVID shot. Uh, In recent days, an Indiana State Police spokesman uh, tweeted, Hey, Chicago police officers, we're hiring. No vaccine mandate, lower taxes, great schools, welcoming communities. Yeah, they'll get a lot of my bet. They will. Yeah, they will. And the cost of living would be different. Uh, how many? How many did you say? Did you find out how many Chicago police officers are going to be 
losing their jobs? Yeah, it's it's in the thousands, uh, according to KansasCity.com and some other news outlets They're, that are at odds with the city over the vaccine mandate right now. Some say some say more than one third of Chicago's police office uh, police department well, may be terminated. That'll, yeah, that'll well, be. some of some of Chicago's finest are going to be going yeah. to U-Haul, renting trucks, and heading east across the state line to Indiana to a place with a, right. that, that values personal choice and personal freedom, which used to be foundation of yeah. the American. I know way. a good ice cream place yeah. in Portage. I can recommend if there somebody wants to email me for directions. Okay, thank you, Chris. Well, thank, thank you, you, Brent. Brent, our producer, Fred, for his earlier appearance on here. Uh, Kendra Ann, and I want to thank Ray for being on today. And we shall see you back here tomorrow for another. No, tomorrow's Trivia Friday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>